Startups looking to raise funds to support their growth and development plans often look to corporate venture capital as the avenue of choice. However, successfully navigating this complex task is not straightforward. Dr. Heather Johnston speaks to Olga Jensen and Ramu Maniam from Bewa RE Energy Ventures about the do's and don'ts when considering corporate VCs and how to master that all-important pitch. I'm Pamela Larg, and you're listening to the Energy Transitions Podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Heather Johnston, and I'm delighted to be joined by Olga Jensen and Ramu Maniam from Beva RE Energy Ventures, the venture capital arm of leading renewable energy developer and IPP Bewa RE. Olga is an associate while Ramu is a senior associate. A warm welcome to you both. Now, a critical phase in the life of any startup is to be able to successfully fundraise to support its planned growth and development strategies. And one of the most popular options is to raise corporate venture capital. However, it's not necessarily a straightforward task and some startups can be daunted by the prospect. So today, Olga, Ramu and I will be talking about some of the do's and don'ts for new ventures, considering approaching corporate VCs for funding and when it comes to making that all important pitch. So if we go straight into the first question, Remy, if I direct it at you, as I've just said in my introduction, one of the popular fundraising routes is through corporate venture capitalists. So what are the additional benefits or the further benefits for a startup compared to maybe going down the route of a traditional VC or even a business angel? Well, um, thank you for the question. And it is kind of hard to say uh, what are the pros and cons in comparison to a traditional VC or business angel. But we can mention one of the key factors that the startup do benefit from getting investment from a corporate venture is the branding and the access to some business units or partnership to do pilot project to further develop their product so that they can go to market better. So that's one of the key benefits that they can achieve through working along with the corporate VC. And obviously there needs to be benefits on the other side. So, you know, what drives the corporates to have venture arms? It seems to be a trend that's growing certainly within the kind of energy market to invest in startups and new ventures? Yes, um, there are a lot of corporate VCs that are coming online and it is a give and take game. And one of the benefits that we do derive in investing or getting to know a startup is the unique market. The startup has figured out how they want to do it. And sometimes due to that unique value proposition the startup brings, we tend to work with them or even, you know, provide them with business opportunities that we take benefit out of it. That said, we also learn a lot from each startup as each of them are experts in their own field. And our guys or corporate VCs, they learn to see the unique value the startup brings to them in terms of value proposition to their own day-to-day business operation and activities. So, yeah. Fantastic. Now, Olga, if I can turn to you, what would you say are your kind of top five tips for a startup who's considering looking to fundraise from a corporate VC? 
Sure. So corporate VCs are very different, but most probably it would be a very strategic uh, organization. So having said that, a startup would need to really look closely on the business, what the company is doing, and also on the portfolio, uh, what kind of startups uh, they invest into, what happened to the startups. Maybe you can um, talk to the founders to see if they're happy or not. Of course, a CVC would, together with business, would help the startup with topic experts, sales channels, developing the business. And at the same time, if you, for example, uh, are seeking for your business to be acquired, it could be also a good idea to go to a CVC. And that's the upside. But it also comes with the downside. Uh, the first thing, of course, because in a CVC, there are so many stakeholders, the investment process would take a long time. So you just need to prepare in advance. And secondly, because it's such a strategic organization, you would need to make sure that you know you won't be able to make decisions as freely as with a financial investor. And at Viva RE Energy Ventures, we structured our organization in a way that you would have the strategic upside without the downside because we uh, chose to position ourselves as purely financial. Um, yes, you sort of highlight the perennial problem with the dynamics of a relationship between a corporate and a startup, the fact that, you know, the latter is a bit more agile. So that does take a little bit of a mindset change for the startup, isn't it? So it's great that you highlighted that. Um, maybe we could focus on a little bit to the actual pitching to a corporate. You know, what are the essential things that startups need to do to make sure they give a good, solid, attractive pitch to a corporate VC? To start with, uh, a corporate VC would have the subject matter experts. So if you bring your technical people already into the pitch, that would be great so that all the in-depth questions can be addressed already during your first meeting. It gives a very good impression. Then, as in every pitch also to the financial investor, you need to make sure that you describe your unique selling point quite clearly. With a CVC, it would help if you already know the organization quite well so that you can even use the same vocabulary that they use. It would also help if you already had a pilot projects with the company so that you know their internal structure and can just sell your product in a better way. Then many investors look for a large market. So market size should be mentioned in your pitch. However, you need to make sure that you calculate the market size for your product with your pricing, because as I've seen, the global market figures haven't helped anybody so far. And scalability is also a very important factor. So you can mention how scalable your product is, and maybe you can find ways to make it more scalable with the corporation, and that would help a lot. Last but not least, the differentiator for the company is very important because we see very many companies that tackle relatively similar solutions and a differentiator would help us a lot to remember your solution and come back to it. 
Well, that's some really good advice there, Olga. And I suppose it's worth also maybe just discussing a little bit of detail. I mean, what should startups avoid doing when they're pitching to a corporate? Well, when you come to a corporate, you should keep in mind that they know the energy space really well. So you don't have to convince them that, for example, energy storage is important. You can save this time to describe your USP more in detail, for example. Brilliant. That's a good piece of advice. Now, maybe we can just turn the attention of our discussion to Bayouari Energy Ventures. And I just wanted to pick up on something that you said, Olga. So in terms that you're very much position yourself as a purely financial investor, whereas kind of the assumption and certainly was my assumption that you be seen as a strategic investor. So Ramu, why have you made that decision to position yourself as a financial investor? The question of why it's to differentiate ourselves from the rest of the corporate CVCs, we want to provide the upside of the CVC space compared to the other partners who are in the market with us. This gives us the flexibility in many ways to look at a startup beyond our parent company's key market positions and key technology interests and so on. That enables us to actually look into very different types of energy solutions as we are energy-focused CVC and we are trying to do impact investing. So that gives us a large ability to go into a meeting with a startup with a full open mind that we can invest in any one of them and just to if you look at our portfolio companies, they're very diverse. Some of them don't even have anything to do with what our parent company has to do. And that provides us the unique ability to invest in opportunities and to expand the technology space and the renewable space in a way that is going to help the overall cost. And that's the key factor of being a financial CVC. So in some ways, you've really tried to address that sort of slowness of maybe a a traditional corporate VC, so being much more agile in making your investment decisions, which is obviously a very positive thing for potential startups in the space. And Rami, you sort of touched upon it in your previous response, but maybe you can share a bit more detail on Beva's RE Energy Ventures approach to making investments and kind of what is your kind of main criteria in terms of investing in startups? BioRE Energy Ventures, like I mentioned slightly earlier, like we are a corporate VC, financial need driven. So we are open to investing in any kind of technology under the energy space. And that gives us the unique ability in many ways to even look at energy trading and all this and virtual and even a blockchain application of carbon credit and all this space. So from there, where we go to is we see where the product has achieved a market fit. That's one of the key criteria that we look at, whether the timing is right and whether the scope that the startup is trying to do is scalable in many ways. And whether we have the right chemistry with the startup, that is one of the critical points that we pay a lot of attention to because we are somewhat along in the CVC space. We are a bit long-term investors. <laughs> we stay for a longer period. 
and we invest of our balance sheet. So that gives the ability to do further investment and follow up investments. And we also look at the sustainability aspect as well as the climate change impact that this startup can provide, not just in the short term, but in terms of long term as well, because we look at short and long term. There are a lot of tangibles and intangible criteria that we look at. It's impossible to list all, but uh, these are the overview criteria that we look at, and we will drive down into each of it based on the different types of startups that we are looking at. And so because of the way we have structured ourselves, we are able to open up and look at everything in the energy space and not avoid any opportunities that can provide us the, let's say, the holy grail of energy solution that we all looking for. Brilliant. Rumi, it was really great to hear you mention about the dynamics of the relationship with the founders of a startup. Often that's not really cited as an important criteria, but I couldn't agree more. I think it is very important, particularly when you're looking more at a longer term investment. So thank you for raising that. It's been great to speak to both of you today. Thank you again for joining me. Obviously, based on your experience, you've shared some fantastically useful tips as well as guidance on what to avoid doing when approaching a corporate VC for funding. I strongly advise all new ventures to take on board what Olga and Ramu has recommended, their warnings and their insight, and hopefully you'll have success in raising the corporate venture capital. Thank you again, Olga, Ramu. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have been listening to the Inlet and Friends Energy Transitions podcast. For more podcast recordings relating to the energy transition, please visit inlet.world. Bye for now.